1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun.
0: Schwarber top of the order. Swings at the first pitch and hits it a mile to deep right field. Soto not going to move. That might find the upper deck. My goodness it did. Kyle Schwarber just yanked one out to the upper deck in right field at Petco Park. I don't know that I've ever seen a ball land up there in a game before. 2-0 Philadelphia in the top of the sixth inning.
2: Nor had I, and I've seen a lot of games at Petco Park. That was an unbelievable. He got a my goodness. Yeah, of my Jesse goodness. Agler.
3: I mean, Giancarlo Stanton had the home run derby here. I don't think I saw anything like that. Uh I think the most impressive batting practice around I've ever seen at Petco Park was Joannis Cespedes just bombs. Still, that was the craziest home run I've ever seen. They said person.
4: the Franimal hit one up there, but not that far.
2: <laughs> that's I think that's the farthest ball up there. They said it was the hardest, hardest hit, hit ball in StatCast history in the postseason. In the postseason. 119-4th like overall. Something miles per hour. Woo. All right, that was the one. The rest of the game, well-pitched, good first game. Padres couldn't do anything against zach wheeler we'll see what happens here in game two uh right now though we're going to go out to our premier chevrolet of carlsbad fan hotline where we are joined by tyler Kepner, a uh, national baseball writer for the new york times and he's got a new book out about the world series which i i, I had assumed tyler you got something on 1998 padres yankees still a possibility for a rematch of that one here in 2022 good morning to you
5: Good morning. How you do how you guys doing?
2: Doing great, man. I mean,
4: obviously, you know, you hate the results of that game last night if you're a Padre fan, but all in all, I mean, if you can take your, your fandom out of it a little bit, you look at the game and go, Man, that was a really good baseball game. It really was. It was well pitched, it was well played. There was one, you know, goofy error in the ninth, but other than that, there were great plays, there were hard hit balls. You know, it was it was a good
5: baseball game. Yeah, it was. It was it was crisply played and uh, you know, it had a um, certainly a memorable moment that people will be talking about for a long, long time <laughs> no with doubt. that Schwarber home run. Um, you know, yeah. Well pitched. I mean, if you're the Padres, you'd like to have had a little more action, I guess on the bases. but you know, they did have a shot there in the night. They bring up Manny as the winning run. Um, you know, so, and, and bell. So yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it, it it was good and get right at him again today. I don't know if you were in,
2: uh, heard from you in the post-game stuff last night, but we didn't realize he and Schwarber were actually good friends yeah, good from buddies. their times together in Chicago. Uh, Darvish joking, I think, but I'm going to punch him in the face next time I see it's him. It's so funny.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was one of those where I was in the clubhouse and you're kind of going from player to player and then... Darvish is talking, and then like I don't know, I saw Crona and I wanted him for something. It, that quote didn't didn't make it in the story, <laughs> but if I had just stayed with Darvish, uh, I would have had a pretty good quote on that one too. But yeah, Cub teammates. Darvish has been around a little bit, but uh, he's uh, he's it, he's you know having a great run here with the Padres. It's just a shame he had two uh, two home run balls. It was a difference. Yeah, it
4: absolutely was. And and you know I I saw you on Twitter last night, and I I was uh, I heard people talking about it as well. Pretty, I, I'd say it was a pretty gutsy move by Rob Thompson to take out Zach Wheeler when he was absolutely dealing. But again, he showed a lot of faith in his bullpen. And again, it kind of got, it, it kind of got away from him there in the ninth inning. But I don't know that that would have been on Rob Thompson. That would have been on um, whoever the third baseman was. was it was it Stott uh, that that, that to, Baum. Uh, Baum, yeah. yeah, that boom had to throw to a kind of a moving target and the shift and all that. I mean, it was one of those moves, though, that you you look at and go, "Yeah, that could be second-guessed if it goes bad." Of course, it didn't. It worked, uh, and and he's showing a lot of faith. It, what has he done uh, to, to turn Philadelphia around? It's been remarkable.
5: Yeah, it has. I mean, I think in the, in, in that instance last night, um, what he was saying and Wheeler was saying too was that his velocity was dropping a little bit, um, and they, uh, you know, they after the sixth or after the fifth or whatever they said, you know. Um, you're, you'll go seven, or I guess it was after the sixth. I said one more and then that's it. And so he kind of, um, that was understood during the game because he felt he was uh, losing just a little bit of, of his his velo. And, you know, and Wheeler hasn't gone into the eighth inning since May 4th. So, um, you know, I guess they just, they got away with it. And, and yeah, Dominguez has been great. Alvarado's been great. And that play, I guess, with, with, with Bone, um what Thompson was saying was that the umpire, um obscured his his vision and he was actually throwing toward the what he thought was the second baseman going to cover the base oh. not the shortstop covering the base so it wasn't it wasn't as much of a blunder as it maybe appeared um it was just circumstances but they got out of it so you they know and thompson's been great i mean they love thompson um he's a much better fit for them as it turns out first person- personality wise than girardi and he's just a guy who i mean i covered him with the Yankees. He, He's a humble guy. He, he always sort of stayed in the background, but he always let the players know that he was prepared and then he cared for them. And you know, not a rah rah guy, but always, you know, like like Harper says, he's he's our oak. So he's uh, <laughs> I don't think Thompson knows exactly what that means, but I guess it was from Tombstone or whatever. And he says, uh, yeah, Thompson's uh, the oak.
2: Talking to Tyler Kepner from the New York Times. He's uh, here covering the National League Championship Series. Of course, the Padres only lost game one because of the format of the playoffs. Uh, Tyler, we all know this, and I'm sure they'll make some changes going forward so the Padres don't lose game one in the future. What was your take on the the whole reaction to the Dodgers and the Mets going out early and the complaints about too much rest uh, you know, time after the end of the regular season?
5: I thought it was silly. I mean, because I saw the Astros um, win Game Three up there in Seattle and and sweep a a better team to play them tough. So, I mean, if you want like greatness or whatever, just look at the Astros. Okay, they get there every single year, whatever the format is. They're in the LCS, so you know, no excuses. I mean, the Dodgers had the, the Dodgers had advantages in the system um, that the Padres didn't have. And the Dodgers didn't take advantage of it. This is what's supposed to happen. Yes, You're supposed to be able part. to have some upsets. The Dodgers, like I wrote, the Dodgers and the Yankees, and the Yankees made it um, barely over the Guardians. Barely. But Dodgers, Dodgers and the Yankees get have, have the most revenues. They make the postseason almost every single year. Um, and this system is designed to check their power a little bit. Um, they get some advantages in the postseason because they earn them, because they're so good. But – you know, you, 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 do we really want to see the Dodgers and the Yankees uh, in the World Series every year? No, we want to have some, a chance for some upsets. Nobody complains about it in the NCAA tournament. You know, if some great team goes down um, to an upset, uh, people think it's wonderful. Um, but in baseball, if you have the five, six teams, um, you're supposed to not like it. I mean, look, the Padres and the Phillies spent a win. They didn't win. 90 games in the regular season, but so what? There's plenty of teams that won the World Series without winning 90 games. They have star power. They have fan bases that, that are great and that haven't had the LCS in over a decade. Um, they have great uniforms. I think it's a wonderful matchup. and <laughs> I'm excited about it. That's why I'm here instead of the Astros-Yankees. Um, I think it's a terrific matchup, and and people should stop complaining.
4: Yeah, it's our pal Tyler Kepner from the New York Times. I wanted to uh, ask you about that series. In my opinion, I'm looking at it. I didn't get a chance to watch much of the – it's weird. Since we've – since the Pottery's been in the playoffs, I haven't been able to really watch other games. I don't know why. I just haven't been able to, like, sit down and watch other games. I think it's nerves. You know, I'm ready for our game, ready to get it going. But – by all accounts, I mean, the Astros should be a juggernaut. I know it took them 18 innings to win a one nothing game the other day, but they did come back from an 8-1 deficit in Game 1 against Seattle. They're really, really, really good. I feel like the Yankees should be – I feel like the Astros should handle handle the Yankees fairly handily. Am I way off base there?
5: No, I mean, I, I would pick the Astros in, in five probably um... – you know, I think the Astros pitching is just so deep. I mean, they've got, I mean, Berlin had at a bad start in, in, in the LDS and it didn't even matter. You know, he's going to win the Cy Young. Um, they have, they brought in Luis Garcia in, in game three against Seattle and he, he threw five shutout innings out of the bullpen. Amazing. They didn't even use Christian Javier, who's great, and threw a partial no-hitter against the Yankees this year. I think he threw six innings of that one. Um you know, so and they use Urquidy. Um and he's pretty good too. He's got three World Series wins in his career. So, I mean, they are they are just a deep deep, deep um, pitching team, and uh, you know they I mean, you mentioned uh, McCullers and uh, and Framber Valdes. So they they can pitch at you all day. I thought they had a couple of you know dead spots in their lineup, um, but it's not as it's 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 still pretty pretty strong. Um, Jeremy Pena had a great series, replacing Correa. Um, yeah, I think the Astros are the serious favorites in that series for sure.
2: Well, Tyler, one of these teams is going to add name to the World Series history books uh, here in a couple of weeks. Tell us a little bit about your book, The Grandest Stage, a history of the World Series. Uh, you know, what's, uh, People have written about the World Series for decades. What's, uh, what's your unique take here?
5: Well, yeah, I really didn't want to do a uh, chronology, you know, where you just start with 1903 and just do a a page on every World Series. I think that would be, you know, more of a research book or, or you know, not the kind of book you'd sit down and read page one to last. I mean, this is one where, sorry, I take a couple of themes. Well, I take seven different themes and, um, you know, do two big chapters on each of them, you know, managing in the world series and some of the, the moves that worked or didn't work and the thoughts behind them, um, how to build a world series team, what you look for to, you know, when you're trying to construct a team that can, that can do that. Um, unsung heroes, uh, ha- how to handle the pressure of, of the moment, how guys did or didn't. Um, you know, I have a big chapter where, you know, I, I go through all the big moments, not all the big moments, but a lot of the famous moments and and, and give you sort of a, a look at what was going on behind the scenes or maybe like something that set up the moment, like not so much um, Kirk Gibson hitting the home run, but Dennis Eckersley walking Mike Davis with two outs and the base is empty. Um, the guy who hit 196 that year, it comes to a pitcher who never walked anybody, you know, how does that happen? And because if that doesn't happen, then Gibson never comes to bat. Um yeah, you know, so things like that, like, like we know about Bill Mazeroski's home run to win the 60 world series, but what about the, huge home run by Hal Smith um that you know was much more was a much bigger home run than that statistically because the Pirates were behind late so you know um it was uh it was really fun to get into um you know get deep into World Series history and be able to tell it in a way that's readable and fun and can maybe bring back some memories or teach you a lot of uh, new ones um, you know, hopefully in, a, in an entertaining way and and that and gets to the heart of this uh, this great American event.
2: You know, I know the Padres don't have a, a ton of World Series history compared to other teams, but I always think it's fascinating. Six full-season playoff appearances for the Padres, two World Series, and twice against two of the greatest teams, you know, of all time by most accounts. The 84 Tigers, the 98 New York Yankees, and... Um, and now they get to the playoffs again. They gotta go through the hundred and eleven win Dodgers and who knows if they get to the World Series could take on a legendarily good Astros team in the World Series as well. It's they haven't necessarily got any of those uh No not that there's an easy run to the World Series, but the Padres have drawn some of the like hardest ones of all time. Yeah. yeah, no doubt.
5: Yeah, I know what you mean. I have a friend who who's from here and he always laments that like uh yeah, the two times the Padres made it, it was against these just generational juggernaut teams. <laughs> and even when the Chargers, you know, when the Chargers made it, yep. they were against the the Forty Nine er team that was one of the best I've ever seen. So, um, yeah, just tough luck uh, when the San teams are, you know, have gotten there. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, you go back and you look at that first game against the the Yankees, and it was right there. I mean, they, you know, they had the Gwynn home run in the upper deck and the Greg Vaughn homer, and they're up five two. And then we all know about the. You know the uh, unfortunate two-two pitch to Tino that that went the wrong way, and then and then uh, you know that was th- there we go from there. But Robot um, strike zones, yeah, robots, <laughs> robots, robot right? Zone. Yeah, yeah. Certainly that night you would have wanted it. That was you know, that was that was a hell of a team though. It was it was cool to see Greg Vaughn and uh, Steve Finley and Tony Quinn Jr. throwing out the first pitch last night. I thought that was a really nice touch um, by the Padres because. You know, they could have gone with Trevor, or you know, and he's awesome, the Hall of Famer. But like, I thought that was that was unique having them come in from from their left, center, and right, and uh, and throw the first pitch because that was a hell of an outfield and a really really good team.
2: Uh, Tyler, the grandest stage, is it out now or out soon? What, where can we uh, find this one?
5: Yeah, it's is the uh, it, it came out last uh, last Tuesday. So okay, it's, perfect! Um, it's out there everywhere, and I uh, hope people have fun with it.
2: Tyler, uh, glad you're in town. Enjoy the rest of your stay here in San Diego covering the series, and thanks for joining us.
5: All right, guys. Always enjoy it. Thanks, right, Tyler. Tyler
2: Kepner from the New York Times, author of The Grandest Stage, A History of the World Series, and our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, Save Money the Right Way with premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet find new roads. He's gonna see some weirdo with a five year old walk
4: up to him and introduce himself. A guy in shorts and flip flops. That'll be me, Tyler. If uh, professional media member <laughs> yeah. Stephen Woods with his
2: kid and his shorts and his flip flops. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah! you. Yeah!
4: <laughs> yeah! Yeah!
2: Yeah! There he is. Yeah! Cheering in the Ox yeah! pre- press box. My throat is still hurting from that bit. All right, <laughs> it's you know 6 a.m. <laughs> you know what you have been very professional about, though? What's that? Every single day, every morning, Padres have a playoff game. You always give me good matchup numbers. I do. For the yeah. starting pitchers. Do you have them for me when I we come back? I have them for you, yes. Blake Snell, Aaron Nola, who to look for tonight in the game. I always like to get those numbers. We'll take a look ahead at Game 2 coming up this afternoon on Ben and Woods. Uh, we will check it. Right after traffic here on 97 through the fan.
4: A little uh, false accusation in here. <laughs> this... I'm a little upset. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: this
0: morning?
4: On down, down. Got in uh, a little bit later than I usually do, which is about, about 5.20, 5.25. And I walked into the uh, Ben and Woods Air Studio here, and I went, what in the world <laughs> is, that, is that smell? <laughs> I'm like, poor Pauly. What? What did he eat? At the, did you eat one of those lobster rolls last night, or
3: some of that sushi I saw?
4: No, it didn't. Uh, it didn't smell great when I walked in, and I thought, well, listen, I,
3: I just cut you off. I said, no, no, no. hang on, because like, it, it I smell it too. It wasn't me. I go.
2: It's always hard to disprove though. <laughs> of I didn't make that smell <laughs> that, is that is generally just... something that's hard to verify. Yes, Especially I realize when I'm the only one
4: in this yes, small I, studio. I realize you just got into the elevator and that it reeks in here <laughs> it wasn't me. It Please take my word for it. It yeah. wasn't me. Sure it wasn't.
2: There's so I no way to in document and- <laughs> that. You can't sign like a form I was. you walk in. Did you see this? I signed it. The smell does not belong you to me. You can't check the tape, right? There's no, <laughs> no. tape you can go we look can go at. You go to the video camera. No. It's not going to verify No, no leg lift. No leg nothing. lift. No <laughs> nothing. No
3: wave behind.
2: No nothing. I was
3: able to disprove this one, I think. So I
4: walked in and I go, oh, I had to go around by. the <laughs> my polys chair to get my headphones and i went i went gd dude what's going on in here i go are you okay he goes what i go did you did you did you soil yourself and he goes you're sitting in a full diaper yeah he goes that's not me i go well it's got to be somebody
3: no one else is only, here. I had only been here for like five minutes, and I'm still kind of getting set up, and I'm trying to figure it out like, as what well. what is it?
4: So I look down in the garbage can that's in the studio here. There's takeout food. I'm like- There might be a dead animal <laughs> I know, Was somebody eating fried, garbage can. Was somebody eating fried squirrel in here last <laughs> night as they were running the, the pod race game? <laughs> 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 Out of the fridge, heat it up. I was slathering up with some barbecue sauce. I was dying. I was like, so I I didn't I did some forensic analysis, <laughs> <laughs> and I was digging through the garbage can with my pen, like, all right, well,
2: like a crime scene yeah, investigator. Yes, and
4: I'm like, well, there's CSI Woods on the case. Okay, there's gummy bears. Those don't smell bad. Those <laughs> actually smell pretty good. Here's. Like airheads. red, red vines, some airheads. <laughs> Halloween Someone's came got early. A sweet yeah, yeah. Some, it, Halloween came early for somebody, and then I saw some tray uh down below, and it it was somebody to go to go tray. And I think that somebody ate I think somebody ate a dead body, actually, is what I think <laughs> it that happened. So I I picked the trash can, up. I was like Ugh! the smell hit me. So I walked it out into the hallway, and I left it in the hallway.
3: You left it by the door. I left it by the I door. I had to move it from there, because every time you walk oh. out of the studio to go to the bathroom, to get some water, to do anything, it just is like, there's just it's a overwhelming yeah. cloud you know, in a, sitting in the lobby. You right know there. in a cartoon,
4: they have the green yeah, like, yeah. fog. The smog. <laughs> That's
3: when you walk through, you're like,
4: yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> on your way <laughs> to the bathroom.
4: <laughs> it's just the worst. I'm like, who? So who was on the board last night? Was it Italian Paul? Was he in here eating veal parm or something like watching the game? Slightly expired. <laughs> Slightly.
5: <perhaps. laughs>
4: like four day old veal parm in the studio. <laughs> I, my stomach hurts. No, it smells. I'm not even. <laughs> I'm not even hungry now. Like I'm usually starving at this time of the day. No, like I'm good. All I can taste and smell is just garbage. It was smells like garbage. Like it's already warm in here. It's hot. I mean, it's yeah, dude. Just... That Hot press filth. that press box today is going to smell like a box of fart is what it's going to smell like. Everyone in sweaty button down yeah. and the things open and there's like enchiladas in the background. Elbow to elbow Born in the
3: USA on the back. Yeah, hundred
4: percent. Just Nebraska by Springsteen <laughs> blaring out of people's uh, iPads. Oh God! I, I I will not be
2: in there. That if you sure. uh, if you'd rather listen to the Padres game from the comfort of your own air conditioning today, you can follow along with every. Padres game on the odyssey app uh download it today paulie's <laughs> uh, woodsy's got some numbers for us as he promised now it, when the numbers are good you can say oh uh, this is looks like a good matchup or you can say it doesn't really matter and it's the same thing when they're bad you can go "Uh oh we're in trouble or you can say throw it out the window it doesn't mean anything but i do like to know kind of what you're getting into before the game starts so that's no, good let's start with um how the Padres have fared against Aaron Nola in the past. Well, I'll tell you what, man. Jose uh, Azucar is probably he's
4: got the highest average. He's 2-for-3 off of Aaron Nola. I, I doubt he's going to get a start SSS, today.
2: SSS, small sample size.
4: Indeed. Uh, Juan Soto, 9-for-33. That's good for a two, That's not bad. 273 average. He's got two doubles, three bombs, six RBI, 14 walks, nine strikeouts. Will Myers, 3-for-11 with a homer. Uh, Crony one for seven with a homer. Alfaro two for five. Jury one for three. Kim one for three. Profar one for five. Nola one for five. We remember that one with the, the RBI. big one,
2: the one nothing win. Our
4: RBI. Josh Bell three for nineteen Ooh. with a homer and three RBI. Uh, Machado one for thirteen with Ooh. an RBI and a walk. And uh, Trent Grisham oh for four two Ks. Trent was huh. Trent was lost at that time of the season, um, and I know he didn't look great last night. Nobody really did. So, yeah, I mean, nothing. All right. Well, not, not again, great. But, like Juan's, I mean,
2: Nola's good. There's a reason why those numbers look like that for most teams. Yeah, Juan Soto has been, you know, he's
4: had the most uh, at bats off of him and, and has, has hit pretty well. Now, we all want Juan Soto to continue to barrel the baseball and hope some good things happen, but it uh, would be lovely to get his first pro- postseason bomb today.
2: Conversely, the Philadelphia Phillies going up against Blake. Snell, how have they done against the lefty? And again,
4: small sample sizes really across the board, Benny. Reese Hoskins is one for three with a bomb, uh, three walks. So uh, Real Muto is four for ten with a homer, uh, a few RBI. Harper, one for seven with a bomb. Uh, Alec Boehm, two for eight. Kyle Schwarber, one for four. Segura, two for 13. He owns Castellanos, one for 12, four Ks. Uh, Johan Camargo, 0 for 5. Marsh, 0 for 2. Bonifacio, 0 for 2. So nobody really jumps out of the thing. And, and again, small sample
2: sizes really across the board here. Real Muto is is a good hitter, and he's hit Blake well. What jumps out at me is that you see this a lot from the Phillies. One for eight with a bomb. One for six with a bomb. With a bomb, they swing hard. They go for the fences. Last night, it turned out to be a winning strategy. They didn't put together a rally. They had nothing. They didn't tax you, Darvish at all in that game. You, Darvish did everything he wanted, except they got two balls that they were able to get up in the air and get out of the yard. Two solo home runs will rarely win baseball games for you, but they had Zach Wheeler going yesterday. Um, you know, if Blake Snell gives up two solo home runs today, I still like the Padres' chances to win the game. I would rather have him give up one or none Uh, But, you know, that's that's, what I'm saying. That's not not a bad outing at all. You can follow that U Darvish game plan. Get some strikeouts. You know, stay out of trouble. Stay out of the rallies. Don't walk anybody. Uh, You know, don't put someone on base ahead of these guys who are swinging for the fences. And I think Blake Snell should be just fine.
4: Yeah, I agree too. Uh, Pound the zone. Work that 97, 98 fastball up in the zone. Make these guys swing at it. Uh, and, and then mixing your, your secondary stuff, it's really, really good. But you don't need to show everything in the first inning, man. Go right after these guys. And don't nibble, don't beg, and go do your thing. I, and I have confidence in Snellzilla today.
2: All right, this hour, Ben Woods brought to you by Senior Grubbies in downtown Carlsbad and Oceanside. Check out their daily happy hour from 3 to 6. Hashtag eatgrubbies and com Have a lot of tier ones who keep asking. We've been out and about. Are you having another party somewhere? We will be on Friday morning. We'll tell you all about it when we come back. We'll also hear more from Adam Jones, who was fantastic earlier. It's all coming up. Last segment of Ben and Woods next on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Let's
0: go. Yeah. Walks fairly down the street with the way down low. Ain't no sound but the sound of speed. Machine guns ready to go. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? Out of the doorway, the bullets rip to of the beat. Yeah, another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust, and another one gone, and another one gone. Another one bites the dust. Hey, do hey. gonna get you to,
6: too. Another one bites the dust.
2: if you missed it earlier a reminder you can join us on friday morning another out and about playoff party we will be broadcasting live from ballast point the official craft beer of the san diego padres at their little italy Location on India Street had a little confusion this morning about <laughs> Little India on Italy Street, or confusion as you've called you, it. We, before. we got it now. 97 <laughs> three, The fan going to be there all day. We will Let's be there fall. starting at six a.m. You have a high standard, tier ones to follow. Our uh, viewing parties, our our live broadcasts been have been lit, outstanding. many lit. outstanding. We always seem to walk into like a dozen people waiting for us. Let's keep it rolling. Figure we're going to see the same thing on Friday morning before Game 3. We will start at 6 a.m. Coach will be on at 10. Gwyn and Chris after him, all leading up to the pregame show at 3.37. Celebrate food and beer specials all day. Then stay at Ballast Point, Little Italy. To watch the playoff game with $5 Swing and Fryer ale pints and food specials all day, let's have a Ballast Point pint together, San Diego, and cheer for our boys on Friday, starting at 6 a.m. for the live all-day broadcast at Ballast Point Little Italy. Very well Little done. Little India. Very well done. Ballast yeah. Point beer, the official craft beer of the San Diego Padres at Ballast Point in Little India. <laughs> <laughs> Little Bombay. <laughs> Little Calcutta.
4: Oh, God, that's good. It's not <laughs>
2: one of our neighborhoods. Little Hold New, on. New Remix.
0: Deli-
2: <laughs> 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 that's fantastic. Uh, what was also fantastic was Adam Jones this always, morning. Always, baby. He's always. here in San Diego for the playoff series. San uh, Diego kid. Got to uh, talk to him in person, which was really cool. Watching the games. He's got some thoughts on getting shut out 2 to nothing yesterday and bouncing back. We'll hear from Adam Jones after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. All right, in recent uh, weeks, we've heard from Adam Jones at Oktoberfest in Munich uh, from the coast of France on a luxury yacht in the Mediterranean. But uh, he's a, a lot closer today as we go out to our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Got to see him uh, over the weekend at the Padres game. I uh, was there yesterday. Who was sitting with uh, Paulie? Was it you? Was it Woods? Who was sitting with uh, you?
3: We were all with him yesterday. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. I was the only one who wasn't there. I was yeah. stuck doing... Uh, rooftop television but uh, adam jones joins us now on 97.3 the fan adam good morning
6: good morning it's yeah it's a lot better doing it on that side of the world
2: because yeah, it's like
6: 30 yeah four a lot o'clock. better oh yeah 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 Jeez. it's, it's <laughs> <up> early <laughs> but it's good that i'm up early because i had a pack so i'm uh a packed and you know i'm like on schedule so like for the first time ever and not rushing myself That's so uh, yeah i'm being an adult this morning Um, I hate it. We're very proud
4: of you. I wanted to ask you this, and uh, I I have an idea of the answer, but I've never played at the big league level. But I have to imagine that a game, and you tell me if I'm wrong, is a game like last night easier to recover from? Like, if you're the Padres, aren't you like, hey, man, wasn't our night, like, let's get them tomorrow. Is it easier to recover from a game like that than one where you just go out and you just get bodied, like 14 to 1 and – Nobody's catching the ball, and and the pitching is crap, and you're walking guys. Is is that easier, Adam? A game like that, you can just kind of say, "Man, I, he was amazing. He had our number. Let's go get him tomorrow."
6: Exactly. That's the, I mean, ain't nothing you could do about that. Wheeler was on point. His fastball was electric, and he put it where he wanted. No one was touching it. He gave up one hit. I mean, yeah, it is what it is. It was a, a game under three hours in the playoffs. That never happens. Um, it was <laughs> – you got to tip your cap. Um, two home runs. You gave up. Uh, the one to Harper was a good pitch. It went away, and Harper's a fantastic hitter. Remember in the first inning, I'm sitting there, and what did I say before Cronenworth made that unbelievable play? I held up the four signal to you guys. Yeah, yeah, walk him. Leave the guy – leave him alone. <laughs> leave him alone. He's on everything. Yes, That was a 2-2 pitch that, he, that Cronenworth made an unbelievable play on, and I watched the replay. That was a tough pitch, and he barreled it. Leave the guy alone, and uh, then the one to Schwarber just was. I mean, damn,
4: that was. But um,
6: that, yeah, that was crushed. But I mean, it, it's it's two pitches. I mean, the one to Schwarber, okay, but the one to Harbour, like, damn, that's that's just that's just good hit. Winning. And um, tip your cap, man, and you got to give him. You got to give him day and you got Nola, who's another tough one. So tip your cap, and you got to get after him today.
2: Well, on the, uh, the Schwerber home run, Soto, well, no one really moved. It was Nobody unbelievable. Here. I didn't know a ball could be hit up there. When you Dude. were in the outfield, did a pitcher ever give up a huge bomb? Did you ever, like, pretend uh, to go after it just, like, the courtesy to make it to make it seem like <laughs> there was a chance that it it's wasn't a, it's crushed? It's courtesy Is that, run. What no, goes through your mind out there?
6: I, <laughs> I did courtesy. I mean, I ran, I ran if I needed to because it's center field, you never really know until you know. But one time in spring training, um, one of our pitchers, Brad Bergerson gave up a home run to Miguel Cabrera. And this ball, you know spring training home runs. Oh, yeah. It's just like Titanic blast. And it's, I'm in center. And I see this ball hit, and I just know it's crushed. It's like 2012 where no one can get Mickey out. And I didn't budge. Like, I turned around and just like a spectator, like put folded my arms and just turned around. And all you seen was my back. And I was just like, damn. damn. Because we had the video guy that was out there. And he, he lurked at the ball, he looked back at me, <laughs> just like, damn. And I get back uh, after, the, um, after the start, you know, you go five innings or whatever, and then we get in the clubhouse, he's like, hey, Adam, uh, you know, can you give a little courtesy run for that ball? I'm like, for what ball? <laughs> I'm not moving for that, for what? I'm not wasting no energy for it. You got your damn mind, you think I'm going to run for that ball? That ball's <laughs> hit to the moon, you kidding me? It landed on other that field three, shortstop, get the hell out of here. I ain't running for a damn thing. Kiss my ass on that! <laughs> Crazy Bill. <deal. laughs>
4: True story. You know, it was a cool moment last night. We were sitting up in the um, sitting up in the Odyssey suite uh, for a couple innings with Adam, and I was sitting right next to him. And I mean, I, I, I get such a kick out of it. I loved it at spring training when I was sitting next to Hoffy, like learning about pitching. And I, I looked over at Adam, and the whole place—I think it was right after the Cronenworth play—and the towels were going nuts. The place was electric. And I looked over at Adam. I go you miss it he looked at me he goes what'd you say
6: was it a bleep no
4: no it was a hell it was a (laughs) hell no i don't miss it and i went i went really (laughs) i go in this atmosphere like you don't miss this he's like no i do not miss this at all standing around (laughs) standing around waiting for something to happen i said man that is so rare I think you know, it, it happens in, in radio. It happens in the radio business all the time. Guys get let go or fired before they think their time is, is over, and they're always kind of lamenting the end. And uh, Baseball, I'm sure, in all sports, man, man, I still got something left in the tank. I thought that was pretty cool when you realized like, no, even in this scenario, I got no desire to be out there tonight.
6: I, I got nothing. I mean, I've walked the grounds which, uh, since I was doing my job with MLB, and I just walk just walking the grounds, I was exhausted. That's <laughs> just walking around the stadium. Like that umpires do that all day. Like it was an easy task, just walk around the stadium. I was done. I had to do it twice. I was like, oh come on. Like I did my, I had my time, I had my fun in the sun. And you know, my body paid for it, which you know, you talk to any athlete, they they got something going on with them, but they gave their body and sacrificed it for the love of the game. And you know, I look at them young dudes and I don't want to compete with Azokar. Why the hell would I want to do that? Kid not go run circles all around me, make me look dumb. You know what I mean. So I'm like, I'm basically be like Jake Taylor, trying to. Uh, I'm, I'm okay. Uh, it's, it's it. You. It, I think some some players don't are, uh, aren't afforded the opportunity to walk out on their own terms. I was fortunate enough to you know have that opportunity to be like, yeah, this is my decision to to walk away.
2: Talking to Adam Jones, five time All Star here with Ben and Wood. So as Wood you said, you just flush flush a game like that, but. You're facing another tough pitcher today. When you have to, when you have to beat a tough guy like that, I mean, what what is the strategy at the plate? Do you, do you try to wait him out? Do you try to be aggressive early? I mean, we saw the Padres go after some early pitches, and and that just seemed to make Zach Wheeler better yesterday. What what do you do when you're going up against a guy who is, you know, on their game, and you got to find a way to just scrape across a run or two? What's the best way to do that?
6: Right, it's the catch twenty-two of of, of it all. It's like Wheeler was throwing a lot of first pitch strikes and then he was throwing a lot of second pitch strikes. So you you know, it was a lot of 0-2, 1-2 counts. So what do you just go up there and just take the first pitch? Cause you know, he's pounding the zone, Yep. but you want to see pitches. You know, as I was in the booth, we were talking with Dan Otero about it and obviously I was a former pitcher. And he was just like, I was like, yeah, 22 pitches in the first inning. I remember we were talking, Yeah. get him a lot of pitches in the first inning. If you get him, you got to get to that bullpen. If you get to the middle of relief, you got a chance. and, you look up in the seventh inning, when he finished, he was at, what, 86 or something like that? I mean, he like,
4: had 59 he was, in, like, was, 59 after six or something. I mean, it was, it was right. pretty nuts. He was
6: cruising because he was attacking that zone. He knew he had a good fastball last night, and he was attacking that zone. And, you know, the longest at-bats were, were um, Soto's at-bats. Those were the longest at-bats. You take his, those at-bats away, he probably got 73 pitches. So, um he just – it's the catch 22 of hitting. Do you attack it because he's aggressive or do you wait him out but he's going to, you're going to be in a hole? Yeah, every so, time. Exactly. So if that's the catch 22. What do you do? That's why you battle your ass off. It's the playoffs. Um, Nola today doesn't have the velocity, doesn't throw, as i doesn't throw as hard. He has the velocity. He still can get up to 96, but he doesn't have the velocity as Wheeler, but he has an incredible curveball. So it, I mean, you're going back to back bases and, Hey, that's, that's what happens when you get
4: to the NLCS. Best of lamb, best of damn luck. Talk to our pal Adam Jones here, former big league uh, all-star, five-time. Uh, and I wanted to ask you, you, you and I were talking uh, early in the game, and you said, man, look how easy, look how free and easy Zach Wheeler is at 99. That's for you, I think, and I think you made this point last night to me, and I made it a little bit earlier on the show. Man, the guy that 99 just explodes out of his hand – Why is that so much harder? Because, you know, what do they always say, Adam? Man, it doesn't matter how hard you throw. A big leaguer is going to be able to time you up eventually. Mm -hmm. What is it about a guy that has such great mechanics, a guy like DeGrom, a guy like Wheeler, um, that because it's so free and easy, it makes it harder to hit?
6: Well, it just comes out because you don't expect it to. It's like. It's like the nice person that punches you right in the mouth. <laughs> right. You know what right, I mean? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, you know, he loves you to sleep. And then like, Damn. And the bam. Yeah. Opposed to, the, opposed to the guy that just comes out and falls off and throws out of his ass and falls off to the, on the side of the mound. Like, though he grunts. Like, those guys right there, it's like, okay, I'm expecting it to be really hard. Like, the, it's like, even though you know he's throwing extremely hard, it still surprises you every time he throws it. If that makes sense. It, it absolutely just yeah, has. He has any and you got it. Wheeler six five. He has extreme length, and with the free and easy motion, I mean, just like Degrom, that ball comes out easy and hot. And I was talking to Manny before the game. And I was like, Hey, man, he throws hard. He's like, Man, that dude throws so hard. But he, but Manny, even told me, he's like, he's gonna stay away from me, and he stayed away from he me. He did because the one pitch he threw in was that two seamer. tried to come in. Manny uh, hooked it foul, and then he tried to throw him a slider, and he hooked it foul. And he's like, Nah, I'm staying away from me.
2: Adam, you were there on Saturday uh, when the Padres beat the Dodgers. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you didn't play for your hometown team, so I don't know how you feel about that. But did you get a sense of pride, anything like that? What was your reaction uh, to that win on Saturday night?
6: Man, I felt like uh, I felt like a 13 year old boy minus the wet dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I, felt like, man, I, I, I it was, uh, it was, it was nostalgia because when I was, you know, obviously 96, 97, 98 is, is when I fell in love with the Padres and it just was, it just was, you know, just like, damn, like all over again, like seeing this city go crazy, seeing all the little kids around the ballpark being 12, 13, 14, seeing them just going nuts. That was me. That reminded me of me. Obviously we were at the Murph It ain't the queue, It's the Murph. Uh, we were over there at that cesspool. But it was just great. And, you know, to see these – I was looking up to Tony Gwynn, Greg Vaughn, Ken Caminetti, Wally Joyner, Chris Gomez, Steve Finley, and, and Hoffman, uh, Andy Ashby, Joey Hamilton, the list goes on. Uh, and these kids got Manny, and they got, you know, Soto and Musgrove and, Sna- uh, and Snail, like there's so many guys that they have to look up to. So it just was nostalgia looking at, looking at the ballpark and seeing all these kids going. I told Manny, I was like, look, what you – and it's cool that he's doing it for San Diego. You know, there's a lot of people that can, you know, that goes to a franchise and, and does things, great for the franchise, but for, personally, for me, to have him doing it, being the leader here, is tremendous. And he's just embraced this city, as you guys see on, on a more daily basis. And uh, it's just I told him I was like, Dude, you got me having, you got me having goosebumps being out here, just being a fan moment. But I had to keep my cool since my job, so I can't be you know jumping around too, too much, but inside, I was a, a, a hamster on a wheel.
2: Well, we get uh, a ton of love for this segment from from our Tier 1s. And, and Wood said you got to see some of that at the ballpark, how much people enjoy uh, hearing you come on with us. So I'm glad you get to uh, see it in person here. Thank you so much. Uh, enjoy this playoff run as it continues. And uh, we'll chat with you next Wednesday from well, wherever you are. I'll right? see you in the afternoon. I'll we'll see you this a- afternoon. Yeah, before you go.
6: Yeah, I'm going to be there today. Also, I wanted to say, all your bosses and all them, everybody in Odyssey suite, everybody was tremendous. And I appreciate all the love. So, yeah, give me a Chevy Chevy dealer. Chevy. Well, listen, the only I'll, reason I am just playing. the only reason
4: uh, Paul and I are allowed in there is because we bring you with us. If it
6: was just me oh, and yeah.
4: Paul, we would have been thrown out. That so. door locked. Yeah, that door locks. When open. Told like yeah. I'll get, he was like,
6: I bet I can get Adam to come. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can oh, get him to
4: come. hundred <laughs> percent. That's exactly right.
6: So yeah, we'll
4: we'll work on that Chevy deal, man. We appreciate you. Thanks, very Adam, much, right. AJ. Take okay. care. And, appreciate and
2: speak, you guys. speaking of Chevy, Adam Jones on our Premier Chevrolet Carlsbad Fan Hotline. Save money. The right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet Find New Roads.
4: Always appreciate our time with Adam Jones. He's been so uh, phenomenal to this show. This hour in 97.3 The Fan brought to you by On Deck Small Business Loans. When you own a small business, sometimes you need funds fast. So go to ondeck.com, America's largest online small business lender. OnDeck makes it easy to apply in minutes. Apply for your loan today at ondeck.com got just a couple of minutes here left. Uh told Benny to hit the road, man, because that dude has to go straight from here to the Marriott, uh get down there. He said by the time he parks it's about it. He said all in all it's about a 45-minute process. Then he's on the air for Channel 10 all day. Uh I do my heart does go out to him on days like this, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing the same thing but not
3: really working.
4: Yeah, you know? we're I'm just like, going down. Eh,
3: Padres BP starts, I think, at 1045, so I got 45-minute buffer. I'm like, I can take my time. Absolutely. Like, Cruise on down. I don't have to be there. I'm not going on camera setting anything up, so now he th- is in for it. I think
4: my missus uh, has informed the little guy that he is going to the game today, so I think the surprise has been blown, but that's okay. It's fine. Uh, I'm going to go scoop him up from school, though, still. And he will still be elated to see his Was old this man. this his reaction? No.
2: Oh, yeah.
4: What a little troll he is. My wife sent that over to me. And he did. That's him. That's my four, almost five-year-old.
1: Hey, everyone. Can I get a hole you? Yeah? Oh, yeah.
4: <laughs> this little turd. He's such a
0: little turd.
4: So, I'm going to be out at Petco Park. Paul, will be out there. Hope to see you guys out there. If you do see us, make sure to say hello. Love meeting you guys. And uh, let's bring the good energy, the good vibes, and let's go get this win today. Come in here tomorrow and talk about uh, a series that's even. All right? Thank you to all the Tier 1s. Coach Katera up next, talking Padres. Listen to the Padres right here on
0: 97.3 The Fan.